Welcome to morning prayer. Please join me in hymn 203. Come ye thankful people, come, raise the song of harvest home. All is safely gathered in, ere the winter storms begin. God our Maker doth provide, for our wants to be supplied. Come to God's own temple, come, raise the songs of harvest home. All the world is God's own field, fruit unto his praise to yield. Weeds and tears together sown, unto joy or sorrow grown. First the blade and then the ear, then the full corn shall appear. Grant, O harvest, Lord, that we wholesome grain and pure may be. For the Lord our God shall come and shall take his harvest home. From his field shall in that day all offenses purge away. Give his angels charge at last in the fire the tears to cast, but the fruitful is to store in his garner evermore. Even so, Lord, quickly come to thy final of his home. Gather thou thy people in, free from sorrow, free from sin. Therefore ever purified in thy presence to abide. Come with all thine angels, come. Praise the glorious harvest home. The order for morning prayer daily throughout the year is found beginning on page one of the Book of Common Prayer. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lonely, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same, by his infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, yet ought we most chiefly so to do, 
when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary, as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice, unto the throne of the heavenly grace, saying after me, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left and done those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus, our Lord, and grant a most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, and hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth, and absolveth all those who truly repent, and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end, amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Please join me in the Thanksgiving Day canticle found in your bulletin insert. Oh, praise the Lord, for it is a good thing to sing praises unto our God. 
Yea, a joyful and pleasant thing it is to be thankful. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem and gather together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth those that are broken in heart and giveth medicine to heal their sickness. Oh, sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises upon the harp unto our God, who covereth the heavens with clouds, and prepareth rain for the earth, and maketh the grass to grow upon the mountains, and herb for the use of man who giveth fodder unto the cattle, and feedeth the young ravens that call upon him. Praise the Lord of Jerusalem, praise thy God, O Sion, for he hath made fast the bars of thy gates, and hath blessed thy children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth thee with the flower of wheat. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You may be seated. The voice of the Psalter appointed for the morning prayer of the 24th day begins with Psalm 116, found on page 518 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the Psalms in unison. I am well pleased that the Lord hath heard the voice of my prayer, that he hath inclined his ear unto me. Therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The snares of death compassed me round about, and the pains of hell gat hold upon me. I shall find trouble and heaviness, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was in misery, and he helped me. Turn again then unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath rewarded thee. And why? Thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, and therefore will I speak, but I was sore troubled. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What reward shall I give unto the Lord for all the benefits that he hath done unto me? I will receive the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. 
I will pay my vows now in the presence of all his people. Right dear in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Behold, O Lord, how that I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast broken my bonds in sunder. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord in the sight of all his people. In the courts of the Lord's house, even in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O praise the Lord, all ye heathen. Praise him, all ye nations. For his merciful kindness is evermore and more towards us. And the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now confess that he is gracious, and that his mercy endureth forever. Let the house of Aaron now confess that his mercy endureth forever. Yea, let them now that fear the Lord confess that his mercy endureth forever. I called upon the Lord in trouble, and the Lord heard me at large. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what man doeth unto me. The Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon mine enemies. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put any confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put any confidence in princes. All nations compassed me round about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They kept me in on every side, they kept me in, I say, on every side. But in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They came about me like bees, and are extinct even as the fire among the thorns. For in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Thou hast thrust sore at me that I might fall. But the Lord was my help. The Lord is my strength and my song and is become my salvation. The voice of joy and health is in the dwellings of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord bringeth mighty things to pass. The right hand of the Lord hath the preeminence. The right hand of the Lord bringeth mighty things to pass. I shall not die, but live, and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord hath chastened and corrected me, but he hath not given me over unto death. Open me the gates of righteousness, that I may go into them and give thanks unto the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter into it. I will thank thee, for thou hast heard me, and art become my salvation. The same stone which the builders refused is become the headstone in the corner. This is the Lord's doing, 
and it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Help me now, O Lord. O Lord, send us now prosperity. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have wished you good luck, ye that are of the house of the Lord. God is the Lord who hath showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords, yea, even under the horns of the altar. Thou art my God, and I will thank thee. Thou art my God, and I will praise thee. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endureth forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eighth chapter of the fifth book of Moses called Deuteronomy. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness, to humble thee and to prove thee, to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Thy raiment waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built goodly houses, and dwelt therein, that when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage, who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at the latter end. And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, 
For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he sware unto thy fathers, as it is this day. And it shall be, if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. As the nations which the Lord destroyeth before your face, so shall ye perish, because ye would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. Ereneth, the first lesson. The Te Deum. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. For the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the birds therein. To thee, cherubim and seraphim, continue on thee to cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee, the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs, praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The Father of an infinite majesty, thine honorable truth, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst not uphold the virgin's womb. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, Thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name, ever without end. Bow, say, for Lord, 
to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy lighten upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 16th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. These things have I spoken unto you, that ye should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh, that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And these things will they do unto you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, ye may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you asketh me, Whither goest thou? But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow hath filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and ye see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine, and shall show it unto you. A little while, and ye shall not see me. And again a little while, and ye shall see me, because I go to the Father. Then said some of his disciples among themselves, What is this that he saith unto us? A little while, and ye shall not see me. And again a little while, and ye shall see me, and because I go to the Father. They said, therefore, What is this that he saith a little while? We cannot tell what he saith. Now Jesus knew that they were desirous to ask him, and said unto them, Do ye inquire among yourselves of that I said, A little while, and ye shall not see me, and again a little while, and ye shall see me. Verily, verily, I say unto you, that ye shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice, and ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in travail, hath sorrow, because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish, for joy that a man is born into the world. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man taketh from you. And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. 
Ask and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. These things have I spoken unto you in Proverbs, but the time cometh when I shall no more speak unto you in Proverbs, but I shall show you plainly of the Father. At that day ye shall ask in my name, and I say not unto you that I will pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loveth you, because ye have loved me, and have believed that I came out from God. I came forth from the Father, and am come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father. His disciples said unto him, Lo, now speakest thou plainly, and speakest no proverb. Now are we sure that thou knowest all things, and needest not that any man should ask thee. By this we believe that thou camest forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do ye now believe? Behold, the hour cometh, yea, is now come, that ye shall be scattered, every man to his own, and shall leave me alone. And yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We end the second lesson. The Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he swore to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him. All the days of our life, and thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, 
world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endure thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. The call for the 25th Sunday after Trinity. Stir up, we beseech thee, O Lord, the wills of thy faithful people, that they, plenteously bringing forth the fruit of good works, may have thee be plenteously rewarded. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thine defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, 
but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always what is righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Of Almighty and everlasting God, who crownest the year with thy goodness, and hast given unto us the fruits of the earth in their season, we yield thee humble and hearty thanks for these thy bounties, beseeching thee to give us grace to use them rightly, to thy glory and the relief of those in need, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord, to make our common supplications unto thee, and has promised that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Amen. You may be seated. Where is my mouth and meditation of my heart? Be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. We're presenting today's two readings, a very Christian way of thinking about Thanksgiving. Uh, we're forced to see that to be a Christian in the Thanksgiving season is to trust in the providence of God. To trust in the providence of God. And at the heart of trust is faith. In fact, the words are pretty much interchangeable. To have faith is to trust in God. And when this faith is properly lived out, this trust in God, this trust in God's providence becomes this sort of inward and outward facing evidence of the faith we have in God. The faith which gets us through the deserts of this world and prepares us for the great feasts to come. Great feasts to come. Today's feast should be a blessed foretaste of this, just this type of massive, enormous, eternal feasting to come. A feasting we are promised both in Revelation um, as well as in Isaiah's prophetic work, a work which we began reading yesterday in the lectionary, read all the way through December, preparing us for the Feast of the Incarnation. But speaking of the lectionary, yesterday we had a, a very interesting reading, an incredibly powerful reading, um, Paul's letter to Titus, uh, two chapters we read yesterday, chapters two and three, and Paul encouraged us to, encourage Titus and the church at large, to see the love of God revealed, not in the works of men, but rather through the merciful acts of God. Paul encourages Titus as he labors on the Isle of Crete to look for the love of God in the merciful acts of God. The way this works, the order of this all, is that God saves us, and then we are called to be the faithful and grateful people. We hear described in Deuteronomy 8. You can't have Deuteronomy 8 without having Exodus before it, right? 
the great and mighty deliverance of God's people. And then the demands of Moses as the covenant mediator to the people who then followed the law. In the same way, Christ saves us and then demands of us this sacrifice of ourselves through which we are lovingly obedient. The trust and faith we have in God leads us to follow his commandments and his laws. Deuteronomy 8, though, where does it ground our trust, right? It grounds our trust in Exodus. It grounds our trust in the mighty acts of God in history. It's not grounded. It's not blind. It's grounded in what God has done. We hear this again and again in John's Gospel, right, where he says, look at the works, look at the things that I've done. You can see them, you can touch them, you can feel them. It's all happening before you. Trust in that. And that reality, those things that God's done, should lead us to trust in them. And the only kinds of people who put in are fools and madmen. To see God work in the world and then to turn away from it is nothing but utter madness. I mean, even the simple things, the natural things, like having our lungs filled with breath, our tables filled with his food, all of it is God and all of it is evidence of God's providence and love. Thanksgiving is a wonderful day to remember that. But it doesn't end there, right? We have the wonderful reading from St. John's Gospel today, John 16, where we see that God the Son becomes a man to die on a cross so that mankind can once again dwell in union with the divine. He says to them, you're sad because I'm leaving to go back to my Father. But it is expedient for you, right? It's good for you. It's a thing you have to happen so I can send the comforter, the paraclete, to dwell among you, right? So there's this beautiful sense in which the reconciling death of Christ, the peacemaking death of Christ, goes all the way back to Genesis 3 and erases that sin debt that Adam began and that we all battle too, such that we can once again dwell with God. And an even greater union that was enjoyed by Adam and Eve in the garden, right? The union that Adam and Eve in the garden were working towards is completed by the second half, right? and who makes that union now a reality. So having Jesus even among and around you is not as great a union as what his death allows to happen, you know, you know, causes to happen. And then he sends the paraclete, the comforter, the Holy Spirit, to be and govern us, to be inside of us, to dwell with us and lead us into all truth. So what is the fruit of the comforter, right? The fruit of the Spirit. For the apostles, it's the very word of God we read every day. It's the one holy Catholic and apostolic church in which we worship, formed by that word. And so then the question we have to ask is, what will be the fruit of the comforter in us? What will that story look like? What will that be? And it's an unfinished story, right? Because we're still alive. We still breathe. We still have time. So because of this great witness and opportunity and union we have with Christ, we should be thankful along with the apostles. What is the thing we should be most thankful for in Thanksgiving? To be united with the divine. To have the opportunity to, for the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Comforter, to grow and blossom inside us and outside us. Right? The people can see and
grace of God, right? the infinite mercy of God upon us, and for our chance to join Christ in overcoming the very world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. The peace of God which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Please join me in hymn 200. Now thank we all our God with heart and hands and voices who wondrous things hath done in whom the world rejoices who from our mother's arms hath blessed us on our of love and still is ours today. Oh, may this bounteous God through all our life be near us with ever joyful hearts and blessed peace to cheer us. And keep us in his grace And guide us when perplexed And free us from all ills In this world and the next All praise and thanks to God The Father now The Son and Him who reigns, who with them in I heaven, eternal triune God, whom earth and earth adore, for thus it was, is now, and shall be ever. 